Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another installment of our Horror Around the Globe series, our foreign horror series, if you will. And in this one, we are traveling to Uruguay to discuss a film called The Silent House from 2010, or La Casa Muda, or Muda. I'm sorry, it's Muda. Muda is a different word. I'm already fucking up. We just need to cancel this one. I already screwed (laughs) up a word. I'm pretty sure that means something completely different. Either way, it's called The Silent House. So... This film was actually remade into English and Elizabeth Olsen starred in that. I don't know how true they stuck to the original plot because I didn't watch it. So yeah, I have no idea. Maybe eventually because now that we've seen the original, it's always nice to, you know, see how they diverted. And if something like this was a they had a six thousand dollar budget USD, like very, very tiny. This was Mm -hmm. a very small film. So for it to get on the radar and to be remade or at least you know to get on somebody's radar pretty big deal definitely and Especially it was from Uruguay. like i don't even i can't even say it right because i'm that american like nobody hears about anything from there yeah it was selected as the uruguayan entry for the best foreign language film at the 84th academy awards it did not end up making the short list but this is what uruguay sent for the academy awards that's cool. So, yeah. It is shot to look like a real-time continuous minute take. And I didn't really get that feel personally when I was watching it. But it definitely... I mean, maybe it's because I wasn't really paying that close of attention to what they were trying to go for there. But it didn't feel like a continuous shot to me. But maybe if I rewatched it, I would get that. Yeah, I was confused on that in the trivia as well because partly they were saying that was for the remake and that Elizabeth Olsen said that that was a lie. She remembers that they did like 10-minute clips, so I don't know. I don't know how true that is anyway. Yeah, because it's definitely on like the – for like this original one. So Mm -hmm. it seems like they may have tried to keep that for the remake but weren't. Right. So I don't know, but – yeah, so this film is, it starts out kind of feeling like your very typical haunted house movie. Mm-hmm. What I did like about it was that it ends up not being your typical haunted house movie, I think. So it was a little confusing to very me. Very confusing to me. Maybe there was a language or barrier where the subtitles, because that happens, we've talked about several times, where the subtitles don't translate perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, or maybe I'm just a fucking idiot. I don't know. <laughs> I did get quite a bit of the points they were making, but also there were some points where I was like, I, um, I don't know what's happening anymore. Right. Exactly. I have officially gotten lost. Like (laughs) at some plot point here, I went, nope, I, nope. mm -mm." Yeah. And especially because it's like, it's a lot of lead up of her being scared for a long time. And then they just like 
throw the end at you and they're like here's the answer and you're like wait i didn't even know there was a question that leading that way what (laughs) please accept this as the answer to the question you didn't know you had (laughs) right so basically laura and her father wilson i believe his name is if i remember correctly i think so they are going to a like an abandoned house and they're hired to clean it up to basically get it ready to sell i believe and they're instructed by the owner to only clean the like one floor and to not go to the second floor and they are for some reason i guess because it's out in the middle of nowhere and there's nothing really around and it's far away they're actually sleeping in this house and this house is And like I said, in the middle of nowhere and the windows are even like bolted shut. And so even in the middle of the day, it looks like it's nighttime inside. Yeah. That'd be a hard pass for me, bro. (laughs) Agreed. They have to carry around lanterns. No. Mm -mm. I would, I'd bring a fucking tent. I would not sleep in that house. Right. Like, first of all, it would mess up with my night and day and it would just be dark all the time. I would need. Even like sleeping, if I worked all day and it looked like night, even just going out into the actual night, I think would be healthier than just sleeping in that all like, no. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when he goes, yeah, don't go upstairs. And he's like, oh, it's because the tile and you'll hurt yourself. But then you hear footsteps and sounds upstairs. You're no. mm -mm. Yeah. And that's what starts it off and starts off her being freaked out is because she hears something or someone upstairs. And so she tells her father to go look and then he never comes back and you hear him scream and she goes up there and he's like tied up and dead. Yeah. So very bloody. Yeah. That's what kicks off this whole thing. And then, like, it's really hard to talk about the plot because there's so much time spent where she's just, like, hyperventilating or crying and wandering around the house looking at things. Yes, absolutely. And she doesn't, like, cry or scream like you would expect. It literally is just, like, hyperventilating the whole time, which was super annoying to me. You know, I actually didn't mind that. I thought that she acted it really well. And I thought that it would be a super emotionally taxing role. Like, I thought it was fairly realistic as to how someone might actually behave depending on, like, the personality type. But in that kind of situation. So I didn't mind that as much. I just thought. Now, the runtime here is only, like, a minute or an hour. A minute 18. An hour mm-hmm. 18. So it's not a super long film. It doesn't quite hit that magical hour and a half runtime, you know, that we like to say is our, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the point for a full-length <laughs> film, which is good, though, because I feel like if it was longer than that, because we do spend a lot of time just wandering around this house, kind of getting the lay of the land, if you will, even though you don't, because it's a very hard house to yeah, kind of get a feel for. very confusing house. Yeah, exactly. So she's kind of figuring things out. I do like the technique in films, though, where it's a really dark house, like this device specifically, because it always scares the fuck out of me. And I always know I'm going to jump, but it's Mm going to be like a good one usually when it's a dark room and they use the camera flash to get you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so she finds an old Polaroid and is able to, like, take a picture with someone in the house with her. And there seems to be a younger man with a knife and then, like, a little girl in the house. But then, like, later, they actually – I'm going to just go ahead and spoil the ending because I need to talk about how it doesn't really make sense to me. 
So there are these like supernatural entity type things, but then later it turns out she's killing like she killed her father and then we bring back the owner of the house who was her ex-partner and apparently like killed her baby and I don't know if that was in the way of abortion or something it sounds like it yeah it sounds like it was a baby baby so why is there's little girl and so there were all these supernatural entities but she's just actually luring them into the house to kill them which is not supernatural and it was based on an actual case and and it talks about how she was never found and so they tied these elements together and I just didn't see how they they worked together but they made the the haunted house scary but then they didn't give the haunted house a meaning and they made her scare a, a scary predator and a twist but then it didn't work with the the haunting unless she was losing her mind but I don't I don't know like I didn't I couldn't quite connect those dots yeah no I was super fucking confused once we got to the end and we we got the you killed my baby thing like what the fuck is happening right now right so like I will say it's like throughout we're moving through the whole movie. Her dad is dead. We she's hiding from someone with a knife in the house, which we find out is like there's this supernatural man in this house that carries a knife that like moves to stab you. Like basically we see that later. And then there's this little girl, like we said, and she ends up being able to escape the house because the, it wouldn't let her out either, which was weird. And she couldn't find the keys. And so again, we're still assuming everything here that's happening is very supernatural. Mm -hmm. And then she gets out, runs down the road and the owner is coming back. I would assume the next morning. Cause it looks like it's daybreak at that point. Yeah. He mentions he's going to bring them food back. So I'm assuming that's what this run is. Yeah. And, or maybe it's sundown. So I don't really know, but Either way, he's on his way back and she is, you know, saying somebody attacked us, somebody attacked us. And he goes in with her and is like, okay, let's find out who attacked you. And somebody's been posing her dad's dead body around with this doll in the house. And so you're like, okay, well, that's the little girl. Maybe she wants to play or something. You've seen this device used, you know, many Mm -hmm. times before, which is fine. But, and then they get separated and then some other spooky stuff happens with her being stuck in a room and you get the ca- a couple camera flash things in the dark and you see the little girl spirit and then the young man moving to stab her of the ghost or whatever. And then you find him later as she has wandered through the house. She finds a wall of Polaroids of all these different like women in their underwear Yeah, which is also a really confusing scene. Like, you know it's important. You know it's probably very skeezy because it's covering these walls. But they don't actually really show enough of it for you to tell what's really going on. She brings it up, and I'm assuming it's the guy that owns the house. Yeah, because she says later, "I I found your room. Yeah, and so he's just bringing a bunch of women to that room. But also the photos looked consensual. Yes. So at the end, thankfully, they, while they're rolling credits, they pop up a bunch of those photos. And it's not just this guy. It's also her father 
has been bringing young women to this place to have sex with them and they've been taking pictures but i agree with you it looks very consensual i don't see the problem maybe i mean she does talk about kind of being jealous maybe like do you miss her you know she says a couple times or maybe they were predators maybe they were really really drunk because that would not be consensual that's true they were still young girls so i mean they definitely looked like teenage and maybe the there were supernatural things in the house that were trying to take them out i don't know like and that's the thing even with the subtitles and everything they don't talk about that they barely talk in this film like at all it's a lot of her just hyperventilating and even when like her father dies and the other guy comes and she's like quote-unquote explaining to him what's happening she's not she's just freaking out she's not actually saying like somebody killed dad any of that like for a, a chunk of time he's going in the house still looking for wilson because she hasn't said anything right so at the end here when we have our last guy tied up he's basically asking her for help and she at first is reacting the same way she did with her dad like oh my god what's the, you know who did this or whatever but then it turns into who is this do you miss her you killed my baby do you love me do you love me so you can tell they were together at some point and he did something yeah. to her and then she just keeps screaming at him to shut up and eventually kills him like she does it you see it while the little girl is kind of standing behind them so it's like was that the spirit of your baby but it was a baby and that's that's like a 10 year old girl yeah and she doesn't look that fucking old like she looks 19 so what that can't be your baby or maybe he was a predator and she was a child or like you know an 18 or maybe she was groomed like there are so many you know yeah it definitely things. feels like she was groomed but still the age doesn't match up with how old this kid is that's standing there no yeah so maybe this kid doesn't really have anything to do with it but there was a baby carriage upstairs like mm -hmm. that was probably theirs so maybe maybe the baby did come to fruition and he did kill it and maybe it wasn't like an abortion situation where he convinced her to get an abortion. Maybe he actually murdered a baby baby, you know, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, she definitely didn't get an abortion because we see at the end when they're flipping through pictures, she's pretty pregnant in one of them. That's true. But, but yeah, I assume, I guess they don't explain a lot. So my guess is that the baby died, you know, soon after she had it slash was killed. Yeah. I but don't know. Still doesn't explain these other ghosts unless she is unless she has like other people inside her brain and that's why she's not remembering killing people like I don't know. Well, major trauma can yeah, cause disassociative identity disorder, but it's usually in very 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 early childhood that usually doesn't develop right. later. You know? So I could see them maybe playing at that, but that still wouldn't make sense because that doesn't really happen later in life. But maybe she just had a psychotic break and maybe she is disassociating. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I know it's way early. It's We're only 15 minutes in, but I hated this film. There were way too many questions for me and way too many too much hyperventilating. I don't I don't even understand what I watched still. So like one out of five. 
You know, I thought that it was creepy and had an interesting concept. I just felt like it, like we said, it left a lot of questions and I didn't quite understand where they were connecting. And maybe mm-hmm. that was on me, but I feel like I, I was kind of wondering if I was going to come here and you were going to have a different perception that I didn't <laughs> have and you don't. So if you do have a different perception and you have seen this, let us know. Like, we're genuinely curious. I don't think we're fucking idiots. We tend to watch a lot of horror and connect a lot of dots. But sometimes it just doesn't connect. And we are both very similar people with similar brains. So let us know. But I think for me, there were a lot of things that I did think were creepy. And I did, if they were a separate story, like a haunted house or Mm -hmm. like she was murdering like I would have liked them and if they could have connected that better I I would have liked where it was going and obviously you know this film and that's why I'm like kind of frustrated because a lot of people really like it and I that's why I feel like I'm missing something Agreed. Yeah. do you know what I mean I'm like no, what I totally am I get it. what am I missing and I just I mean on Rotten or excuse me, on IMDb, it's got like a five point four out of ten. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a sixty eight percent. And so I just I feel like I'm just missing something. Like no, I totally agree. But the audience gave it a thirty seven. So <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not. I don't know. So you know, I would probably give it a two because. I feel like there was some spook in there for you. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you've seen it, let us know. But I don't know. You know, it is what it is. This (laughs) one just, this wasn't a a major hit, but for me, it wasn't like a waste of time. So it is what it is. But let us know if you saw it and what you thought. You can find us on all of our socials. Of course, everything is the Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to join our little Patreon family, that is patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. Until next time, stay creepy.